If you're thinking of a destination wedding, perhaps in the Caribbean, on this episode, you'll discover the basics. Hi, I'm Debbie, a destination wedding planner and your host of the Hitched Away Audio Guide. If you're thinking of tying the knot or perhaps retying the knot someplace other than your hometown, i.e. you're thinking of hosting a destination wedding, the Hitched Away Audio Guide is a great way to listen in and learn more. For additional information and help about today's episode, please visit hitchedaway.com slash zero zero one. So the Caribbean offers lots of popular locations that are absolutely beautiful year round and still relatively close to home. Assuming you're here in the U.S., especially if you're here on the East Coast of the United States. So the stats say that approximately as I record this, that roughly Of all the couples that are getting married, 25% of them are having a destination wedding. So let's start by defining what a destination wedding is, because I hear varying descriptions. So by definition, a destination wedding takes place out of town. So the location doesn't have to be extravagant or chic or on another continent, it just needs to be somewhere other than your hometown, other than where you currently live. If you live in DC and your wedding is in New York, that's a destination wedding if neither of you lives in New York. So destination wedding outside of town. With the focus here at Hitched Away being on tropical destination weddings, specifically the Caribbean, there are two ways to plan a Caribbean destination wedding. So there, there are two ways to do this. Number one is to choose a resort where most of the wedding services are already in place. That's the easiest way to plan a destination wedding. The second option is to go for a venue, a place that may not specialize in destination weddings, but has some or most of the wedding vendors nearby that are ready and willing to help you create your vision. So let's talk a bit about the first option. Getting married or having a destination wedding in the Caribbean, a lot of couples spring for this option and they go for a resort that specializes in destination weddings. So resorts that routinely host destination weddings, have the planning down to a science. It's, it's something they do all the time. And this is why so many couples head to the Caribbean for their wedding. The planning is easy. So typically, you'll have options for each area of the wedding. You choose the ceremony site, you decide on the music, you pick a menu, and so forth. It's all, all the options are there for you. It's, it's almost what it's, what I would refer to as turnkey. The second option, which I mentioned, is going for a location that doesn't specialize in destination weddings, so not the all-inclusive resorts. And I didn't say that. Most of the resorts that host, or a lot of the resorts in the Caribbean, 
that specialize in destination weddings are also all inclusive, meaning you pay one price and certain things are included. But we'll talk a little bit about more bit about that later on. So getting back to this second option, having your destination wedding in the Caribbean at a location that doesn't specialize in weddings is a great way to go if you're willing to go along with all the bits and pieces that come with it. Because if you desire something that's customized, something that's off the beaten path, something that doesn't look like what you're seeing in a lot of the bridal magazines, then this might be the option for you. Basically, you find a destination, an island, a country, and then what you really need is to find a destination wedding planner, shameless plug for Hitched Away, or at the very least, a travel agent who specializes in destination weddings, another shameless plug, because we fall under that umbrella too. This person will do what the wedding-themed resorts do for their clients. So they will help narrow down the options significantly for you because this is what they do. So two options. Again, the all-inclusive or the resorts that specialize in destination weddings, I've got to stop assuming it's all-inclusive because that's not always the case, typically, but not always. A resort that specializes in destination weddings or go for a location that's beautiful or has meaning to you or both of those, but doesn't necessarily specialize in doing the destination weddings. They don't have the packages. Maybe that's the right, the better term. So let's talk about the cost. How much does it cost to have a destination wedding? Focusing on the Caribbean, which is what I know, a Caribbean destination wedding can be as big or as small as you want. But let's let's be realistic here. If you want people to show up, if you want your guests to attend your destination wedding, then you have to make sure or be cognizant of what your guests are willing and able to spend in order to get there. Also, how easy is it for your guests to get there? Are most of your guests located around you in your neck of the woods? Are they spread out across the globe? Are they spread out across the country? So here on the East Coast, it's relatively easy to get to the Caribbean. However, if you're on the West Coast, it's it's a completely different <laughs> completely different scenario. It's like being on the East Coast and heading to Hawaii. It's a longer trip. There are a lot lot more moving parts. So the reverse is true for those on the West Coast going to the Caribbean. Not Mexico though, but Carib- the Caribbean. It's it's a longer trip from from the West Coast. So getting back to your wedding guests, if you're having a destination wedding. We're talking about costs. Let's talk about your wedding guests first. When you invite someone to your destination wedding, this is what they have to consider because typically here is what a destination wedding guest will be required to do. They have to pay for their travel. They typically pay for their accommodation. And they'll probably pay for their meals with the exception of the reception. With the exception of the reception. And then also you've got to consider your wedding guests will have to look for ways to fill their time before and after the wedding. 
And of course, they're going to want to have time to talk with you. But with regard to costs, that can be substantial and is substantial. Remember, as the host of your wedding, you're not expected to pay for your guests' travel, lodging, and food. However, if they can't afford it, there are some couples who feel obligated that they've got to fill in those spaces. But the, the truth of the matter is this. If your wedding guests can't afford to or they don't want to spend the money, they just won't come to your wedding. It's as simple as that. So let's talk about you. You're hosting a destination wedding in the Caribbean. In fact, even if it's not in the Caribbean, what can you, what should you be expected to pay? Well, you've got to pay for your own travel. You've got to pay for your own lodging and all of the wedding related expenses, just like you would if you were having a hometown wedding. Typically, your guests will, you'd invite your guests, they'd come to your event, they'll attend the ceremony, attend the reception, and you'll feed them. You may provide them with favors, or the take home gifts, I mean. <laughs> And then you'll spend time decorating to make the place look wonderful. So all of those expenses that happen at your hometown for a wedding will also be, you'll also be responsible for at a a destination wedding. The thing is, though, if you're going for that option one, that first option where you're going to a resort that specializes in destination weddings, a lot of that stuff is packaged. So your fees will be usually pretty transparent. You'll know up front what you're paying, but it's, you're not necessarily paying the fees that you would, you would, you're not necessarily paying the fees that are associated with a traditional hometown wedding. The destination wedding resorts want your business. They want you and they want your guests to attend. So those prices come down. In fact, you may even have seen ads where, The destination wedding is promoted as being free and that will happen. And here's how it works. The hotel or the resort that's promoting that free wedding, the caveat is that they expect you and your guests to stay for a minimum amount of nights. So basically they're making their money on the accommodation. And if you can guarantee a certain number of rooms or a certain number of room nights, meaning how many, so rooms, multiply by the number of nights your guests are stay, staying, if you reach a certain threshold, once you get to a certain amount, the, the hotel will say, well, that's great. We've made our money. They're not saying it that way, but this is really what's going on. We've made our money here. We're going to throw in the wedding. So usually that means you'll get the ceremony, the perhaps the officiant, maybe a, a, a cake, the wedding cake, uh, some appetizers, champagne or something equivalent for toasting and even portions of the meal if not all it really depends so whereas having a hometown wedding the more guests that come to your wedding the higher your 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 spending the amount of your budget increases the amount that you you're spending on the wedding increases it's the reverse for a caribbean destination wedding at a resort that specializes in weddings the more of your guests that attend and the longer they stay, the less you're out of pocket for your wedding. And this is why having a destination wedding in the Caribbean is so popular. It also works really well if you 
don't want to be bothered with the traditional stuff. Forgetting budget for a moment, as if we could, but forgetting budget. If you're more laid back or you just don't want to be bothered with putting all the pieces together for a wedding in your hometown, a destination wedding may be the right one for you. Just by the nature, by virtue of the fact that your guests will need to get need to wrap their heads around spending more money to attend, less of them will attend. So you'll have a smaller wedding. So if you really don't want the gargantuan guest list with hundreds and hundreds of people showing up, a Caribbean destination wedding may be the way to go. And as someone who's planned weddings, hometown weddings in my neck of the woods here in the U.S., it is a huge undertaking. A destination wedding, there's still a lot of moving parts, especially if you're going with this option at a resort or hotel where they have the destination wedding thing down to a science. It's a lot less involvement. And even if you do relish the idea of being involved in planning, it's not that you're left out, but there are a lot less decisions for you to make. And when you're making a lot less decisions, the stress level comes down substantially. Ask me how I know this. So that's a vote and which likely explains why destination weddings have become and will continue to be so popular for many engaged couples. But I've been stressing on that first option. I don't want you to completely dismiss the second option, which is having your wedding at a spot that does not have the, the destination wedding packages. And I'm doing the air quotes for packages. Because uh, going with the first option, you may think, gosh, that's so cookie cutter. But you have to remember, this is your wedding. Your guests haven't attended all the other weddings at the resort is putting on. It's still new and fresh for you. It's just the planning process and the systems that, have in, that, are, that are in place mean it's a much smoother ride for both of you. Getting back to budget, because that is a bit of a big deal, right? Just remember, if you want to get married away, you want to choose a location that's accessible for your guests, physically and financially, something that they can afford And something that they can get to without a whole lot of headache. You got to make sure you give everyone enough time to make the travel preparation. So typically when you're getting married at, at home, you'll send the wedding invitations usually six to eight weeks prior to the wedding. With a destination wedding, you've got to give people a heads up because they need more time. There's travel days and then there's time to spend with you. At the, loca- at the destination. That's usually a good three, four, five or more days. And for most of us, that's vacation days that we have to request from our, our employer. You need time. You need to give people time to do that. And, and that sounds like a lot of time and it is. But also the, the other thing, a great thing about a destination wedding for your guests is that for many of them, this will be their vacation. So it's not just an opportunity to celebrate your wedding. It's also an opportunity for them to travel and this is their vacation. So that's how a lot of your wedding guests will view this, especially, again, if they need to request time from their employer. A destination wedding is a great way for you to spend time with your guests. And it's another big perk for the destination wedding. So typically at a hometown wedding, Everyone shows up for the ceremony and if you may have 
receiving line where you're, although I haven't seen, not a lot of couples are doing that, but the receiving line is where the bridal party lines up, usually at the back of the ceremony site or maybe at the reception site, and each guest gets a chance to shake hands and, you know, you say you're so happy that they're there. That's the receiving line. That's one way to do it. The other way is that couples will go from table to table at the reception and try to greet and spend time with their guests. But they're limited to do that. You've only got a certain amount of time at the reception to do that. At a destination wedding, you've got several days. You, you Usually when you're planning an itinerary, this is what I do anyway, we, we set up time as a welcome reception, a welcome event, so that, we, well, first of all, you, the couple, will try to, will usually get there a few days before your guests. So when, as your guests arrive, you're there to greet them. You spend time with them before the wedding. You'll spend time with them on the wedding, the, during the wedding, the ceremony and the reception. And typically, you'll have some other events. Maybe if you're in the Caribbean, you may do a tour. The, the, after the wedding, you may have a post-wedding brunch. Goodness, you may be <laughs> completely sick of your guests by the end of it. But what I'm, the point I'm making is that you get to spend time with your wedding guests. And if that's important to you, that you want to spend time with close family and friends, and those are pe- the people that will typically show up for your destination wedding, this is another check mark, another tick, another vote for going for the Caribbean destination wedding. And for you, a Caribbean destination wedding is perfect if you really need a vacation and you love to travel. You're combining all of that with your big day. So those are that's the basics of a destination wedding. And I'm focusing, I focused again on the Caribbean because that's the region that hitched away does really well that's what we know but wherever you choose for your destination wedding just keep those points in mind it's about you but it's also about your guests and I just want to add too you can also have a destination wedding where it's just the two of you perhaps you don't have any guests and that kind of leans more to what one might refer to as an elopement but that's for a whole different segment a whole different episode and we'll touch on that But there are a lot of options for you for getting married, for getting hitched away in the Caribbean or wherever you choose to. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you don't know where to begin, if you need some help in trying to narrow it down, please get in touch. Visit hitchedaway.com. You'll find a way to either write to me, Debbie, or to give me a call. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for listening. You've just listened to another episode of the Hitched Away Audio Guide. For additional help and information about today's episode, please visit hitchedaway.com slash 001.